So last night, I had a series of dreams. I usually have a long series of dreams every night. But last night, I dreamt that I was helping co-workers at a house, one of their houses, and I heard a car screeching outside and engine revving, and I went, looked out the window, and I could see a flatbed pickup truck with a camper on top, and it was connected to, was towing a trailer with two ATVs, it was in the middle of the street, kind of like a um, kind of quaint hometown street, and the driver was angry, he was a man, and he would turn his truck really sharply, jackknife the trailer, and rev the engine, and pop the clutch, and let the thing peel out doing Brody's in the road with the trailer attached. So I walked outside and stood on the front porch and looked. And I could see the license plate was lit and clear. And I had thought about taking down the license plate number, but I thought I'd assess the situation to see if it needed that or not. Um, the man kind of saw me and decided to back his truck up into the uh, driveway, which was across the street, and opened his garage door and backed the truck and trailer into the garage and closed the garage. And at that moment, my coworkers came out to see what was going on and explained to them what was happening. And <clears throat> we discussed possibly whether we needed to go over there or call the authorities. And then on to the next dream. <coughs> I was asked to go help at my old workplace, Westar. And I went and helped. And inevitably, I was unable to help because it was too chaotic. Uh, this was a reoccurring dream of mine. And then uh, on to another dream We're in the country kind of a farmland home and I was talking to a friend of mine and he it was kind of like a group gathering and he came over and talked to me and it was next to a sheriff's department sheriff's station and he's not normally affiliated not unaffiliated, but just not, you know, working at the sheriff's department or not. And drives off with his big kind of Bronco-y truck, old Bronco truck with big tires, through kind of a ditch and up and over it down a kind of dirt road jeep trail and then later in the day we're all kind of at a potluck and he comes back and asks if anyone you know, what people's reactions were to him doing that 
And I told him people noticed, but there weren't really any reactions. People thought it was pretty normal. Anyway, he... I don't know. I don't know what he was looking for, but anyway, the next thing you know, I was noticing that one of the neighbors was waving us down and we go to their house and she needed help and her husband wasn't well apparently so I got there and there was another neighbor man there um, had already checked in on him and noticed that he was deceased in the root cellar so I went in to look and sure enough he was there deceased in the root cellar so we came out and had a bag of first aid equipment and uh, we talked about it and just asked you know what had happened and the wife the older older couple and again out in the countryside kind of a farm small farm house on top of a hill you know, houses were spread quite far apart and it turns out he had just been ill and they were old and may have died of some illness or old age or both and so I talked with the other neighbor, neighbor gentlemen and they, they discussed that they needed to get him out and so they, they kind of assigned me the younger man to go in and haul the DC, deceased husband out of the root cellar and so I was getting on what I could get of personal protection personal protective equipment, um, which somehow involved um, earmuffs, with, like sound canceling, and connected to a radio, kind of like you'd see firefighters wearing. Um, and the, the neighbor gentleman <clears throat> kind of said to me, hey, while you're down there, would you grab a piece off of the globe? There was a shelf with a globe on it right above the man, and I thought that was strange. And I wasn't quite sure what he said because he kind of whispered it to me, kind of looked at me like that. That'd be good, right? And I said, well, you didn't want me to grab a piece of the globe. Like, what do you mean? He said, yeah, grab a piece of the globe. Okay. Well, how about I just grab the whole globe? And he kind of nodded his head and said, Right, yeah, I think that's a good idea. Okay. I didn't quite understand, but I put my earmuffs on and I was going in and realizing I didn't have gloves. So I said, Hey, can I get some surgical gloves out of the bag? And then uh, they kind of were grabbing their stuff and passed the bag to me. I sorted through it, found some surgical gloves. They were too small, and then I found a bag of more surgical gloves that were big enough so I grabbed them and went to put them on realized they had cobwebs and bugs um, dead bugs and the really big dead bumblebees and I was looking at them thinking geez these must have been used already or at least set out somewhere where it's not sanitary the concerning thing is the outside of the gloves were fine the inside were messy so as I was evaluating those and feeling very uncomfortable about the whole situation I woke up so that's it that's the dream so 
I kind of was thinking this morning, in my quiet time, this dream about Westar is pretty reoccurring, and had an old boss there that we had kind of a good connection. Um, but come to find out, years later, he had had some stomach problems and undergone several surgeries and chemotherapy, I think, and um, we almost lost him, and I wondered if those dreams had to do with that situation. God kind of showing me into him. Uh, it was always him that would call me to come help because they needed help getting stuff done. Um, inevitably, in the dream, I would always try to help, and I would be too kind of chaotic and pulled in too many directions, and never quite the right part or the right situation, or I'd struggle and forget to write down the right stuff to record my work. And I'm just wondering, thinking if God's trying to show me there's a need there that I'm not capable of responding to it, maybe, because of the chaotic life. Possibly that, that somehow associates with that man that needs needs my help. Some old boss of mine. I don't know, but anyway, uh, I was sitting here at work, typing away, thinking about. Technology, thinking about a church that is afraid. It seems like our church is afraid of technology, afraid of a lot of things. You see a lot of denominations holding what they would deem as the high ground in the name of the Lord. And it usually has to do with not joining in to the ways of the world would seem to be biblical and I was thinking about Jesus coming God coming statements that Jesus made were things of uh, heavens come to earth and that he didn't necessarily have a plight against the Roman culture. Um, he certainly n never seemed to be in conflict with them. Um, he was never openly rebellious against them. He kind of was neutral in his demeanor. Um, most of the conversations we see, other than being hung on the cross, but he was even neutral in his own trial, and um, but it seems like the most conflict he had was with Sadducees and Pharisees, uh, dealing with religious religiosity, 
called the religious spirit. And that's kind of the head, culmination of the conflict. Jesus is maybe bone to pick, if you will. So I think about this often, especially having to do with technology, because it's easy to say we shouldn't use technology, and technology is bad for us, but in everything, God is, and so is the enemy. And if God reigns supreme, then why should we fear? And so quite often we see Jesus going in places that the religious establishments would deem as uh, unhealthy or um, inaccessible or dirty or not not clean. And Jesus would go and he was constantly persecuted about responding in loving ways and logical ways and authoritative ways hadn't gone through the hoops and done what the religious establishments would say were worthy. Um, and yet, even in his younger years, he sat under the tutelage of them and would go to the temples as much as he could and spend as much time there as he could learning and talking and <clears throat> conversing with the priests um, I don't know. So, you know, the thought is, we think, oh, we read through Acts, and the church we have now isn't the church of Acts, and maybe we should go back to the way the church of Acts was. And church now is definitely wrong. And, and, and I've been up and down and back and forth through that bandwagon myself, and I, I don't really know. I don't really know. I know that not going to church and being part of a community part of a corporate worship setting is not good and not healthy. Um, I've experienced that, but I've also experienced being there and it not being good and not healthy. So um, I, I do wonder if God wants us to move forward instead of be stagnant. I'm sure that's the case. And perhaps it is in technology and God is using technology and in technology and brought this along I, I, I dabbled in the thoughts of people not taking medicine because they believe it's not of God not faith filled but yet you know doctors are Christians doctors believe they're saved the Romans had biblically had, had a lot wrong with them Jesus didn't didn't seek to destroy them. He lived with them. So I don't know. What would be a good model? How could we use technology the way God wants us to instead of be afraid of it? Perhaps that's the thing I'm trying to get to right now. Well, that's it. 
I hope you've enjoyed this episode, episode one. Obviously, I'll get better, but feel free to leave comments if you think you know or want to take a stab at what the dreams mean. That's welcome. If you have uh, kind opinions about my thoughts, feel free to share them. I do love instruction, people that think differently than me. Just be kind. And uh, we'll, we'll talk at you next time.